This is Soccer with Coach Mark Davis. What's going on? This is uh, Coach Mark Davis. Excited to be here and do this podcast. Uh, One of the things that we're going to be talking about today is college recruiting. Um, And we got a couple questions that we want to ask and kind of just go over that. And uh, these are general questions that I've gotten over you know, the past 10 years being a college coach or, or college player or whatever else. And uh, hopefully it applies uh, to your situation and you enjoy it. Uh, so, Coach, pleasure being with you. It's Jonathan Larson here. Um, so as a player, I want to obviously be recognized by coaches. So where do I go to be recognized for my talents um, just as, as a player? Yeah. Um, I think the number one thing is is to be playing on a top top club team and making yourself available to the college coaches. If that's going to the college coaches ID camp or if that's going to um, tournaments where that college coach is being at, but just being always in the conversation. So you're always pressing, um, trying to be where the college coach is and you know communicating with him or her and trying to be at the same tournaments that he or she is at or uh, attempting to go to their ID camps and just, you know, making sure that college coach knows who you are is very important because a lot of times you go through the process of, of wanting to go play for, you know, college XYZ and you never make the college coach have to make a decision. So that's kind of one of my best advice. My, one of some of my best advice is you got to make the college coach make a decision. Make them say yes, make them say no, or by, by them not communicating with you will be your answer as well, but to continue to try to communicate, especially if that's a place you want to be at. Perfect. And that kind of leads into my next question. Like With that, like um, as, a, as a student athlete, would you want to put all your eggs in one basket, or would you lo- – be pretty diverse in, in which school you are looking to go into. No, absolutely. You want to be diverse. Um, I mean, you could you could decide, hey, I really want to go to this college, this university down the road. It's my it's always been my dream. And then you get there, and it's not what you thought it was going to be. So it's 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 very uh, it's not in your best interest to put all your focus in just one university, one college. Uh, some of my best advice is, is to focus on the conferences. So, hey, I like these six or seven universities. These are schools I like. And then to dive deeper and then start to look into their conference. Um, okay, so, you know, we're out in the West Coast. So we'll talk women's soccer for a second here and say, okay, I like this school in the Mountain West. Okay, if you like that one school in the Mountain West, you may like, all the, you may like a lot of those universities in the Mountain West. Okay, I like this school at the Big Sky. Okay, now you look at all those schools in the big sky, the WAC, the Big West, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it really can give you, I mean, right there, you just kind of open yourself up to, say, 70 different universities, you know, 10, 10 universities in each conference, or in some cases even more. Um, you know, and then we can, you can start looking into uh, each university to try to create yourself even more opportunities. Perfect. And... Uh, as a as an athlete, is it okay to be really direct with a coach and be like, um, "How much money are you looking to offer me, and 
how much playing time am I going to get? Like, is that an okay thing to do? Yeah, I think, yes, I think it is when it's the right situation, right? I, I mean, if, if, if you feel very comfortable with that coach and you feel like that coach and you are starting to get pretty close to having him or her make you an offer, then I think that's time to start talking about that. I think it's the same as if, um, you know, a coach is applying or if, uh, if an adult is getting a job, right? Maybe not the first question you ask is, hey, how much am I going to make? How much are you going to pay me? It's more, hey, could this work? Go through the interview, and then you start to dive into those types of questions. So I think it's just a little bit more about working, being comfortable with the coach, and recognizing the time to do it. But absolutely, you need to ask those types of questions. You need to ask a lot of types of questions. Hey, how many, you know, say you play in the midfield, and you're looking at, you know, hey, I notice on your roster that you already have seven defensive center mids and you're a defensive center mid and then it's that, that could throw some red flags there that that may not be their best situation there um how hard is the coach recruiting you right are you coming in as a walk-on i mean those there's some different different types of questions and you know every coach has got their different ways of handling things and so like with this obviously as a student athlete you're not going to be uh as professional as you could be uh, what are some no-nos that you need to stay away from in the recruiting process? Yeah, that's a good. That's a that's a really good one. Um, I think the number one thing is that the student athlete is doing all of the communication. So what I mean by that is not having mom or dad reach out um, to make any phone calls, any text messages, emails, etc. Um, that's that's probably number one, and then number two. Um, is just maybe being a little bit like, I mean, you, you got to find that sweet spot of being aggressive and, but also not annoying as well, because I mean, coaches are very, very busy. And I just think it's just when things are made available for you, you just got to jump on them. So those are the top two ones I would say is just parent, you know, if, if it, for me, it's one of the biggest red flags. If a, if a mom or dad comes up to me and I'm, the initial contact is with mom or dad, that is like the biggest red flag there could be. Um, with that, is there any other overall advice you'd give a student athlete? Yeah, I, I, I mean, my number one advice would be, or some of my advice would be is to just be hungry in regards to like coaches, especially soccer coaches, um, are generally understaffed. So if you make yourself available, you're going to give yourself a much better opportunity to get recruited. Um, if you are aggressive and you are doing all the different ways, because you have so many, there's so many different opportunities you can get, right? In regards to junior college, in regards to NCAA Division II, NCAA Division I, um, NAIA, NCAA Division Three, you know, and if you're looking at conferences and you can start to kind of uh, restart to research, okay, this is where I think I am, um, and now I'm going to start focusing on that level. Okay, I like the idea of junior college because I want to play Division One, and you know, I haven't gotten the opportunity to go play Division One, so I want to go kill it for two years and play junior college, and then. By the way I play in my next two years, I can go kill it and go get, you know, 
my dream school offer or a very exciting offer or a very attractive NCAA Division II offer after those two years. You know, Division II, you know, great education, lots of private schools, um, great coaches, great facilities, um, division, you know, but and kind of understanding those different different areas. Um, I think the, 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 the difference between the four, um, NJCAA, so obviously it's just two years. Um, they have the ability, some institutions have the ability to offer really, really big money. And uh, you can go there for two years and the facilities are somewhat decent and uh, there's less uh, qualifications for grades. Um, NCAA Division Two, it is very comparable to Division One in regards to the the what you need ACT wise, GPA wise. It's very similar, um, and the quality is very high. D one, I think it's pretty self explanatory. There, it's it's the top of the top, and then NCAA Division Three has has no scholarships. So I just think finding out what where do you fall in kind of the 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 playing pyramid and then just really researching it out right i i heard someone once say is, is i feel like kids research what phone they're going to buy next more than where they want to go to their you know their college or university you know it's, you need to know everything about the processes okay what what does the school cost you know do they offer you know am i am i pell grant do i have fafsa all these different types of questions i think are just absolutely huge for a young man or a young woman to understand, and also the parents, because uh, those are the ones that a lot of times are paying for those for those institutions. And you know, it, 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 and I guess my last thing I would say is, if a kid wants to play college soccer, male or female, if they work hard enough at it and they're willing to go take a risk and go live out of state, there's an opportunity, and there's massive opportunity in this country, um, and it's just all about you know, putting yourself in a situation to be successful. Perfect. Thank you, Coach. I, I appreciate answering those questions for me. Um, and, yeah, I thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Jonathan.